0: Welcome to the Day 3 Preview for the 2022 Cheltenham Festival, as brought to you by a Judges Guide podcast. My name, he says, through indigestion is Richard Churchill, and I am, of course, joined by the same trio of judges, uh, the trifecta, you could call them, uh, that always join me, and that is David Barnes. Hello, cheers. Rob Alexander. Good evening. I'm Martin Fagan. Oh,
1: chat. I like the way you have
0: to give me the nudge. Well, yeah, I just sort of, yeah, move my hand towards you and end up hitting your knee. You are sat quite close to we the We are very close. Uh, he's on my lap, it's, it's weird. Busy. I don't know
1: if we have ever
2: had this uh, orientation of sitting, to, of no, I'm never sitting around the table. Yeah, it's I mean, a bit weird, but it
0: is I like odd. it. I, I'm sad. I like it. Uh, <laughs> you know you know, man <laughs> I did, I did put my arm around him before. But we digress, it's quite, quite, quite seriously digress there. Uh, it is, as I say, the third day of the Cheltenham Festival and the first race is the Turners-Novices Chase, formerly known as the JLT, formerly known as the Marsh, now the Turners, uh, and it could be, as discussions pre-pod suggested, a three-horse race? Well, it could start. be two. could yeah. be a two-horse race, like legitimately were just two runners. And awesome. If, if, Ga-
2: well, if Gallop and Deschamps gets declared for the Brown Advisory, it could only be a walkover. Could be a, walk it could be be a, a walkover. <laughs> Bob Ollinger is your
0: fav, uh, eleven to ten, widely available, six to five with Betfred. Fred Gallup and Deschamps, as suggested by Rob, is second in, could go elsewhere, uh, but is in some places co-favorite, is in some places even favorite, favorite on Skybet. Uh, and you also have Jungle Boogie available at. 10 to 1. Uh, the belief is that not many others warrant mentioning. I mean, this is an odd an odd set-up for a race at Ch- Not make-up for a race at Cheltenham, Rob. You don't see this sort of Not very often. Affair. No,
2: absolutely not. It's Again, it's as a, I think we mentioned at the end of Tuesday's pod, uh, it just shows how dividing up these novice chasers into four races isn't really... Gonna produce uh, that many runners per race at at this stage where there's not really enough horses of the of the quality. So again, it will be it will be one to enjoy because Bob Ollinger obviously won the Ballymore last season uh, in terrific style, uh, and Galop and Deschamps has looked <coughs> arguably. Uh, I know Fagan mentioned Brave Man's game on, the, on Wednesday's one. Uh, the best novice chaser he's seen, but Gallop de Deschamps has, has looked close to, if not as good as him, uh, jumping fences, especially on debut. I thought it was one of the most impressive chase debuts you'll see, but yeah, there's not really a lot to talk about here. If you're listening as soon as we put this out, back Jungle Boogie each way with three places, uh, but if not, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the race, because... Even even with two or three runners, it will it will still be an absolute cracker because I think they are they are well matched. And Deschamps on what he's done this season over fences, looks probably the better horse. But then you look at Bob Ollinger and what he achieved in the Ballymore; he was spectacular. So if they both produce as good as they can, it will be very very close. Fair enough. And for me. Purely based on what they've achieved this season, Gallup and Deschamps, I can see six to four available. I think that's a touch of value between the top two. But uh, if if you can get three places each way, listen ahead of time, just back jungle boogie each
1: way. I mean,
0: right now that that is the situation is if you back if you hear this before the forty-eight hour decks and back jungle boogie each way three places, there's a chance that you automatically get paid your place but just. If, if the horse get gets round, yeah. If the if horse, horse gets round, yes. Yeah. Mm. What an odd situation three I mean. each uh, just <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh I mean Barnes Fagan, is there much more to say about the race? Do you I mean? Fuck off,
1: mate.
3: Okay. Barnes it... No, I mean we were just discussing it before we went on air and Rob came up with that angle. And I, I'm absolutely stunned looking at it now that every bookmaker is still three places. Because I, I just can't get five runners. So, yeah, um, you might not even get an each way. And heat. Looking at it, it, looks like Jungle Boogie is definitely going to go. So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think uh, you can nick a bit of free money there. If it you, well, you just need it to get around, like you say. But yes. Um,
0: wow. It's very, still ten to one as well. you, Yes. Okay.
3: Uh, but on the day, for those listening on the day, just it, yeah. it is, as 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 Rob says, a bit of value in the sixty-four if it's still available. They're both they're both great great horses. I mean. If you, if you wanted to throw a stone at Bob Allinger, you'd say the, uh, the stable form, as we've said before. Mm. But I, I was just so impressed with him uh, last year. I, th- I think when he gets good ground again, he, he could be really special. So nice. uh, if, if, if you gave me a free bet on one, I'd probably take Bob Allinger, but it's, it's a very hard score between them for me.
0: Okay, well, I will not be giving you any free bets. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: thank you, Jim. <laughs>
0: and with that, we move on to the Paton Network Final. Handicap Hurdle, Hand- <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, correct, i made we'll that up, uh, <laughs> and your favourite is Sire de Berlay, Retire de Berlay, <laughs> as it was once known, uh, that is available at 6 to 1 with 5 places, Sky Bet, I've heard of them, Winter Fog, you can get sixes, Uh Boyne 8 to 1, Philippe, 8 to 1, name for, oh, what a cyclist. Volcano uh, <laughs> and Tully Bain twelves. It's fourteen bar. Um some I mean some great names in the field there, including Dally, Dallas De Picton. Uh Martin Fagan, you had little to say for the first race. Cider Burley, does, does cider Burley take your fancy at Cheltenham for yet another year?
1: Yeah, but uh, every day that goes by he gets less and less appealing because he just keeps short on <laughs> Um, a couple of days ago, he was my best bet of the whole festival, when he was like, I think he was like eight, sort of thing. Um, now he's what eleven to two six. He's he's still appealing at that at that sort of price. Um, it seems every year there's there's one of Gordons like this that's a similar sort of price. Last year we had um, the boss's Oscar. He was he was fucked by. Brian Cooper, well, not actually, fucked <laughs> but uh, he fucked his that, cha- that would have been <laughs> <upsetting> television. <laughs> he he fucked, it, he fucked his chance up because Cooper rolled him at Christmas, I think it was, and went up an extra few pounds. They had to claim off him and all that, but um, yeah, side of the way, what can you say? He's had four four runs at Cheltenham Festival, came fourth in the pipe, won the Potom won the Potomps again, and then last year he was second uh, in the Stayers. Behind the uh, Florin Porter, um, if you like Florin Porter for the this year, surely you've got to like side of the for this. He's top weight, but he's so his marks one five six. Uh, Rob James isn't it going to take seven off? Mm. I just, just can't 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 see him out of the frame. So if you can get like six on the day with a few extra places, maybe you get six places or whatever. He just looks like a rock solid each weight bet. The only thing I would say is um he needs he needs soft ground Um the first year he won the pretend pretemps um, the ground was good to soft and he, he he made a bit of hard work of it and it was a great ride from Barry to get him to get him to win and if it was to be good to soft ground I'd be, I'd be a bit less excited about his chances because he might be a tougher ride because he's, he's a proper stayer. Eh? but yeah he's He's handicapped, I, I liked his run at Warwick last time, screwed him all on. Didn't really try that hard at the usual prep. And uh, yeah, he's, just, he's got a standout chance. There's others in there, as usual, who are interesting. Um, I'd say, obviously Winter Fox, he's interesting just because he's Emmet Mullins and he's he's really, really shrewd. But if I was to pick a second one, uh, no prizes for originality, like but um, Dun has followed the Usual attempts um, route yeah. in fact that he's he got qualified <coughs> at the time I think he came sixth as well, which is the usual Gordon mm-hmm. Elliott way. Um, he's a big horse. He reminds me of Glenlow in a way. Like he's coming here off a similar sort of weight, a similar sort of mark. <coughs> He'd have a chance, but at similar sort of prices, side like the bill, he's got all the form, all the form there, the course form, and. He's just, well, he's just well handicapped. So I think I think Zyder Burley yeah. will go very, very very close. He's just never run badly at Cheltenham, has no, he? not at all. And Gordon's, Gordon's runners in this race, as I said before, about just Gordon in general in handicaps, he's just, it's just yeah.
3: ridiculous. He's made so, this race his own as well. Yeah, and,
1: and this is, this is a race where if Gordon has one and it's up at the end of the market, like this sort of thing, they, they generally run, run really well. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: So that was Zyder Burley, who is the fat for the race, but as Fagan said, when it, a, a few days ago, at 8-1, to one was the bet of the festival, which suggests still a I very strong bet at sixes. Fagan, anything... Sorry, not Fagan, Barnes, even. Put, anything putting you offside of Burley, or anything catching your eye further down the list?
3: Uh, only the price on side de Burley, really. I, th- I think he's got a great chance. Just a, a bit on the short side for me now. Um, then again, if you can get six or seven plays on a day, it's one of them where if you can get five, six to one, it's very hard to see him not being there or thereabouts. It's with
1: all money back, sure,
3: you would think so. Yeah. Um, I'm really focusing in on the Gordon runners for this cause he, he, ju- he just gets it. So well, this race, he knows how to um, get them ready and uh, what to do in the uh, qualifiers, etc. The one that really caught my eye was a horse that hasn't run since October Tully uh, He came over us for a site and uh, finished fifth in a qualifier. Um, he traveled extremely well that day. Um, was a bit messed about, he went really wide and didn't really look like that was the day. Um, Jordan Gainford's rode him the last three times, I think. JC. JC Gainford. And <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> he, he'll take the £3 off, so um 12 14 to 1, Tully Beg would be my pick.
0: Nice. Tully Beg, as, as Barnes says, about 12 to 1 currently. Uh, Robert Alexander, yeah.
2: yeah, looking at my notes, I've got one horse uh, in bold type and that is Tullybeg as well. Nice. So Barnes has pretty much gone over everything I said, uh, there's certainly, as he briefly mentioned, uh, I don't think JC was certainly trying his hardest to win that race at Cheltenham in October. I think he is certainly capable of making a bit of a mockery of his mark of 140. Right? Nice. Gordon Elliott must have been pretty happy with that when yeah, he saw yeah. when he saw that in October <laughs> and he was hearted. like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll keep him for the, for the day in March uh, and yeah I agree with Fagin about Saida Burley as well, he's got a superb record at Cheltenham, looking at the race he looks, even though he will be top weight, he looks very feasibly handicapped to win what sounds absolutely bizarre to win a third per temps final, like it's just ridiculous to <laughs> even have a chance to win three big handicaps yeah, yeah. he says a
3: lot about the man and his handicap yeah. abilities. Yeah, I
2: think, it? yeah, Gordon Elliott's the way to go. So have the side of Burley, Dunboyne, big reverse, Tri- have Tricast, the CTCs, <laughs> <The CCCs. laughs> do whatever. <There's coughs> I was interested to see the mark a great view got, but he's been given an eight pound uh, bump on his Irish mark of one, two, four. Like, he'll be staying on at the end, but he might just have too much to do. That was the only one that I saw outside of uh, Gordon Elliott that I thought may have a bit of a chance, but I think he's been uh, given a bit, a bit too, too, much too much by much. the handicapper. He's still 20 okay. to 1, so.
0: A great view. A great view,
2: yeah. He might view. drift, and if you can get 33 or something, no, worth each it. Each weighs 6 or 7. Worth days. a dart in a hand, yeah, it? exactly, yeah.
0: Lovely. Okay, that's the Bertomp Network Final. Handicap hurdle, and we move on to I suppose the jewel feature of the day, as some suggest, the Ryanair Chase, headed in the market by Alaho, uh, which is, who's eight to thirteen best price for a seven pretty general. Um, you're looking at conflated in sec, uh, second five five to one six to one around Sh- uh, Shan Blue eight to one uh, and Johnny D Jean-Y-D, Johnny Deal. Uh, Ten to one, not running. Janet Dill. Janet Dill. There you go. Fine, it is running, but I just pronounced it incorrectly.
1: Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> uh, Alaho
0: uh, Barnes. Earlier on, we talked. Well, I say earlier on. Earlier on for us, yesterday, we talked about <laughs> odds, uh, odds on um, horses and perhaps who might be which horse might be the best odds on shout of the week. Sir Gerhard was mentioned. That obviously, for those who are listening on Thursday, has already run and hopefully won. Uh, Alaho at eight to
3: thirteen, justifiable price. Um, yeah, he looks rock solid. Really, um, <clears throat> I, would, I would have said a bettable price until it, it looks like Conflates coming this way now, rather than the Gold Cup, which I, I think is very surprising to me after his last one, which has, seems to have been written off by a lot of people. But I, I thought he dominated the field from you know quite a long way out, and um, he held on well. Um, I, I, and Gordon didn't seem too surprised that he won that race either, which was very interesting to me. There was a lot of money for him. He was 50-1 was to 1 overnight and uh, he's gone up about 18. He was very strong on the exchanges that day, I seem to remember. Um, I, I just think it's interesting. Alaho should win, but I'll probably play conflated each way. Um, Scrap.
0: Okay. 10 <laughs> or
3: 12, whatever. Conflated
0: each way at a bigger prize, fair enough. Uh, Fagan, anything to say on the Ryanair chase? I mean, Alaho gets the job done. Okay. <clears throat> and anything interesting you done the card? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Help, <laughs> right. um, it's a
1: running thing
3: It uh, is, championship it is, races. Right? I mean, for <laughs> 47 champions shouldn't a, lose. Like what do you want yeah, to well, say? What it is.
0: tell
1: you
3: it's, want me uh, No,
0: trailer, I don't, I don't win? I'm I'm happy, I'm happy for you to hear you less.
3: No. Uh, it's, it's, Rob, it's not an insult of you. It's, it's more of a it, is, thing about so, the festival. Yeah, well this is a this is a point.
0: We What way is going? Yeah. People are talking about extending the festival. But the makeup of some of the races this year suggests that it needs to be—I don't know how to put it—but shortened. I mean, it it needs to be better.
2: It was only concentrated. It was only increased to four days in two thousand and five or six. Used to be three days. Yeah, and there's certainly an argument for getting
3: rid of this race, the Ryanair. (laughs) Quality riddle. it needs to be reduced for commercial purposes. It needs. To be I, reduced. I understand the commercial That's purposes, but yeah,
0: like... as, as racing fans, I know that Fagan yeah. hates racing; just likes
1: winners. I can't wait for the champion, <laughs> for the champion handicap bumper. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: okay, but yeah, in terms of this race, I think Al will win. Like he's he's proved himself uh, the best horse in uh, in both UK and Ireland over this trip. It was probably the performance of the festival last season, winning the Ryanair. I thought it was absolutely tremendous. Uh, tremendous. One for me in this, I think if Conflated and Shan Blue turn up, which looks fairly likely, I think there'll be a little bit of value about Janadil without the favourite. Uh, I thought he ran an absolute blinder behind Aloe and the John Durkin. Uh, and also was was tried in both the Sables and the Irish Gold Cup and just proved he didn't quite stay the three miles. But ran basically two very admirable races in defeat, back to hopefully better ground and I think he he is clearly the second best horse uh, compared to Conflated and Chamblou at this trip especially. Uh, he's got some decent festival form, came fifth in a very good renewal of the Albert Bartlett when it was his first try at three miles. and. I don't think there's many dangers to Alho, but Janadil is clear second best and I'll be playing him with without the fav. And that rates his... For he me. He's given it... a
3: lot to do in that Albert Barber as well. An awful lot. Yeah, of he it. was ridden
2: to yeah. s- ridden to get the trip, wasn't he? Because they weren't really
3: sure. It was yeah, kind yeah. of a bit of an afterthought because he'd won a couple of handicaps over two miles, hadn't he? Yeah, the thing that bothers me about him is I'm just not sure if he wants a flat track. Like, that's... I feel like most of his better form has been on a...
2: Yeah, I thought he was. Right. I thought he ran really well at Punchestown in that in the John Durkin earlier in the season, and I'm certainly willing to part with a bit of cash about him being nice. at least the second best in this race.
0: And that's a fairly you were sort of saying there, maybe a fairly strong bet. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I don't know why
2: Sham three points shorter. For example, okay. ground
1: but, would be an issue for him if it was proper soft. Yeah, if it got
2: testing, then it'd be difficult. But hopefully, they'll be a bit of good in the description and. Hopefully yeah, not. He can go well, well.
1: Hopefully not. We need the soft side of it. <laughs> <laughs> Good to soft. Uh, <laughs> and that is the Ryanair
0: chase. Not a whole lot to be said about it, but nice. A fairly strong bet on Janadil without the fab, which will be Alaho. Uh, on to the second sort of feature race, or the feature race of the day. The stayer's hurdle. Uh, market headed by Flooring Porter. Three to one favourite. of Time Hill. Uh, who generally is 7 to 2. You can get a bit of 9 to 2 currently. Also 9 to 2 coast or joint second favourite of Classical Dream. Uh, Champ in at 5's. Paisley Park. Winner is dual winner of this race. Single winner of this race. Won it once. once uh, Is at 7 to 1. It is 9 to 1 about Royal Kahala uh, and it is 20 to 1 bar. Uh, Rob you you spoke about Janadil there, but I'm going to come straight back to you for the start of the Stayers. Florian Porter, one of those sort of I got intriguing three to one favourites. I feel.
2: Yeah, it's almost ended up kind of by default because he he chased home Classical Dream uh, in his last run, where Classical Dream basically went out and destroyed everything else in the field apart from him. Classical Dream has since run uh, was awful in the Gallimoy Hurdle, but the Willie Mullins basically said, You've got to put a line through that. It was a stupid gamble on my part.
1: On your part? <laughs> Did you follow him? Yeah, that
2: was uh, Willie Mullins' quote. <laughs> and I wouldn't necessarily have so much between those two in the market. I think, in terms of raw ability, Classical Dream is probably. If not definitely the best horse in the race, it's just whether he goes out and does it on the day. Like he's won a supreme, he's won very impressively in the Punchestown Stayers Hurdle uh, last season. Whether there's a lot of value in that four to one, I'm not sure, but yeah, certainly a bit better value than the three to one Flooring Porter. He's proven that he's able to beat him and of a wide open race at the top of the market he'd be the one that i'd be most interested in uh at a bit bigger price the actual winner of that galmoy hurdle that i mentioned Royal carla she could certainly have gone to the mayors, but she's decided they've decided to send her to this three mile race and i don't know she's very unexposed at the trip and we'll be getting a bit of weight, and I think she can certainly go well at eight or nine to one as well. Nothing else really at, a, at any bigger prices. What do you me
3: think me of Home by the Lee, if, uh, the, who ties in with her form and is such a much bigger price? like
2: Yeah, I just don't, Good luck. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I think because she's Fair. so unexposed at the trip, she can probably still improve, whereas
3: yeah.
0: he's kind of improving that it's just...
3: She's quite ground-dependent like... as well, though, isn't she, though?
0: That's Royal Kahala, shot by She, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Home Lee, who is forty to one to yeah, win the race.
2: Yeah, ran ran very obviously ran a big race in that, but I don't know, just seems a lot more exposed for me. So I don't think we'll have the necessary improvement to win a race of this nature. And mm-hmm. a brief mention that Champ looked like a world beater a couple of runs ago, but was uh, beaten by Paisley Park last time out. So. Those two are kind of tied together. There's a lot of form tied together with the English runners, and I'm kind of leaning
0: towards an Irish winner in this. Okay. Nice. Barnes, ag- agree they're an Irish winner,
3: or...? Um, <laughs> it, it's just a very, very confusing race. I do have to um, pass on the ice cream men's nap. Anthony and Dan Murray, they've given a floor importer. Wow. As the, as the nap for the festival. Wow. It wouldn't be for me, but... Uh, I I really like Champ after Ascot, but he, it was just so disappointing last time. I, I can't find a reason to forgive him, especially after Paisley Park lost all that ground at the start. Um the one that I'm gonna back and it's a bit of a flyer just basically because of the shape of the race, and I'm not entirely sure about any of the front of the market. Here we go. Is what song yeah. for someone?
1: No, I was just waiting
3: for this. <laughs> song for someone. Uh He's been running over two miles mainly, and sometimes two and a half miles for you know two years now. And he always gets outpaced, and he, he never looks like um, a two-miler. I I don't know why it's taken them so long to step up to this trip. It's a big ask for him to go to three miles for the first time and um, win a race like this. But I, I just think the race is there for the taking. I don't think you're gonna have to run to much more than 160. And I think... Um, I, th- I, th- I think he, he could find an awful lot of improvement on <clears> this trip. <throat> well, it's a big ask, but fifty to one, I'm going to play each way. Well, yeah,
0: you beat me too. it. sung for someone there, fifty to one. Fagan, you're gesticulating verbally. Not sure that's a thing. Uh, Testiculating. Indeed. Uh, you're not necessarily in agreement. But I mean, in fairness, it's a fifty to one poke. Where is your cash being spent on the stairs hurdle?
1: Uh, similar to what Barnes said about Champ. He was so impressive at Ascot, and then just so unimpressive last time at Cheltenham. A couple of weeks ago, I was still willing to give him him the benefit of doubt, like put a line through that, because I do kind of see a a good, strongly run race. I can can see him traveling well, but I was just so disappointed with his finishing effort last time that I I was kind of put off. And then you go back and you look, like 10-year-olds in in grade races like this, they have such a bad record. So I've had to kind of put a line through him over the last few days. I initially was thinking, like, well, he, he and Classical Dream are the standouts. But I've put a line through Champ now, and I'm just focusing on Classical Dream just because I think he's just by far the best horse in the race. But it does come with a little asterisk that... I won't be backing him before the race. I'll be waiting to see what happens at the start. And if he goes off and he's not in front, I'll back him. Okay. Because if he's set, if, 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 I'd much rather, it, like, I, I think he's like a two chance if he settles in behind, like third, fourth, fifth, anywhere. Mm-hmm. If he goes off in front and he tries, tries to do what he did, or well, yeah, what he did, not what the jockey did, at a left hand and pulls Tarn into the front, then. I think he might do a bit too much and and possibly not get home. But if he's if he's settled like he was at Town when Patrick rode him, like that was that was a ridiculous performance. If he's if he's not in the lead, if he's in third, fourth, fifth, whatever, anywhere like that, then I think automatically for me, and it won't happen on the machine. But if he's like fourth, one, ninth, two, and then he, he goes off and he's there, for me he's, he's he's like half the price that he is there. So okay. my bet will be Classic Dream. Classical Dream when settled in midfield. Well, no. In running, depend, yeah, depending on what what goes what goes yes. on. Yes. And I mean like five seconds after the race goes on. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. If right. He, if I do if, that he's, if he's, he's torn away early yeah, on. Yeah. If he goes progress. off, if he goes off and he and he goes off quick in front, then I'll will just let the race go. But nice. if he's settled and there's a couple in front of him, then
3: yeah, I'll fancy him stronger. Okay. So Paisley Park well, was a shocking price. Isn't Paisley Park seven
0: seven to, seven to one. Why so shocking?
3: I, I, well, I can't explain that last run but he, he just he, he looks a shadow of his former self except that last run and it was just such a strange race to lose all that ground um, you've got to think Champ was well below his ascot form so yeah he I, I, does, not, does not appeal Paisley, well, if, at all <laughs> if that translates to the machine on the day which I don't think it will 7-1 to one, I'd probably place Liam like, I wouldn't
1: be surprised if Champ put up a big performance just because of the fact of what he did at Ascot. Yeah, because but,
3: he did everything so well that day, didn't he? But, but the, in the last run, so it's one of
0: those where, if 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 Champ wins the race impressively, it's not going to be a shocker, but you're not going to be on.
1: Yeah, it's one of them where if it wasn't if it wasn't Cheltenham Festival, Sorry. if it wasn't Cheltenham Festival, you probably don't go start going and researching the stats all ten year olds and stuff. Right. If this was a race somewhere else, you'd probably, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably yeah. back him. But it's, it's... Um, I just think him Champ on the ask-off form and at the end of the day he beat and Allo in Indo and Alo in that RSA mm. um, so the ability is there it's just I was really disappointed last time so yeah I think him and
3: classical dream look the ones that could be really classy animals and, and like Rob yeah. said he's got a bit more of an excuse last time classical dream hasn't he okay. whereas I, I just can't explain that run from chain. and
1: he's trained by William so well there's that as well yeah and that
3: covers covers covers
0: us for the Stayers hurdle A word for Classical Dream if not setting the pace. Uh, Raw Kahala, a word there for Raw Kahala for Rob. And Song for Someone was Bond's big price sort of outside bet at 50 to 1. Now, the Paddy. Power Plate? Have I got the sponsor wrong there maybe? Have they changed? I think it's changed, it's some it's sort of whiskey. Yes, thing. oh yes it is the Irish whiskey, whiskey Exchange or something yes. like that? Yes, uh, the Festival Plate. Yeah, I, 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 I wrote it. that down earlier and I've ignored it, don't know why. They win a plate. The, yeah, the Festival Plate, the fifth race of Thursday uh, and your betting uh, at the moment is Celebre Dalan. Celebre d'Alan, even uh, at 6-1 to one. Imperial Alcazar, you can back at sevens as uh, and eight in fact in some places as you can do for the Glancing Queen Busselton and Grand Paradis uh, 14 to 1 alongside Fusil Raffles is 20 to 1 bar uh, Fagan oh, yes. I think I heard you mention a horse that you liked in this race earlier uh, possibly maybe it was Barnes but uh, pray play tell where where are we spending our cash in the Paddy Power Plate or these Festival Plate
1: Crows we are keeping it, church, and we are lumping on two in the next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and hold on for that tease! <laughs> bombs,
0: can you give us anything for the uh, plate, the festival plate? Yeah,
3: th- this race, um, it always goes to the same type of winner recently. It's always just unexposed novices. Tell us, fans. tell
1: us.
3: And uh, <laughs> looking at the front of the market, uh, that, I couldn't find that <laughs> Philip the Bob's else. We've stolen money. That's really short. Oh, you're definitely not. Is that the fab? It, yeah, it's ten years old as well. Celebrity, Out, yeah. categorically <laughs> exposed and yeah. not anonymous. Yeah, yeah, another place lay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just place
1: lay in all <laughs> <laughs> no, the English. No, one I really you wouldn't like. Do too bad, like. It's true.
3: <laughs> it's a grand parody, uh, Gordon Elliott's. Um, he, he's just got that profile that I love for this race. Things have just gone against him this season. He's not like he's going to run big races and then. Something's gone a little bit wrong, and he's ended like up.
1: In front of <laughs> yeah, well, that's one thing.
3: He's ended up being rated one forty-five. Um, when he's shown clear signs to me that he could be a graded horse, so for me at twelve to one at the moment, uh, I could see him showing and all yeah, that stuff. Nice. Yeah. I, that, like I, I haven't I looked at the
1: race, but now you said 12, you so
0: can back uh, Grand Paradis fourteen to one with four places at 3, 6, 5,
3: 12 to one with five places. At William Hill and Paddy Power, yeah, uh, Fusil Raffles looks very well handicapped on what he's done as well. I wrote him down. um, Yeah, I I don't think he gets three miles properly. He he won the Charlie Hall, but only because Chambly fell. Uh, He he ran okay in the Cool Cody race, and he was sent off a short price for the Sky Bet Chase last time. uh, Well beaten, but I just I just don't think he gets three miles that well. He ran he he ran within three lengths of Chantry House last year in the um, what's it called? Deuce and Marsh, whatever. Deuce
1: and Marsh, JLT, Golden Miller.
3: He's got graded foot, man. I don't really know how he's ended up being a weighted 149. I, th- I think he, he should go well if he runs there. A... Nice. That is Fusel Raffles. Yeah.
0: Nice. And you can back Fusel Raffles at 14 to 1 currently, five places with the aforementioned hills and paddies and indeed sky. Uh, Rob, close us out for, please for the festival plate. Yeah, well the one I've got written down is Fusel Raffles
2: as well. Oh. Uh and yeah, he came fourth, five lengths behind Cool Cody in that Racing Post Gold Cup in December over course and distance. And I think dropping him three pounds has been, I just made him incredibly appealing. Like Barnes also mentioned, he's been tried at three miles this season, but it just plainly isn't his trip. Uh, he was very fortunate to win that Charlie Hall. Uh ran poorly in the sky chase at the end of January, but I think he's got he's got good course form. Uh his second to Chantry House in the Marsh shows that he's very close to being grade one class and I think yeah, one forty nine certainly massively underestimates his ability. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I'll be backing him at well, it's fourteen to one now as you as you said. So yeah. I think that looks like a a really good price. Uh yeah. But yeah, maybe of the novices, Bustleton. if he turns up here, we will have a chance. But... Oh,
3: was that not the one you brought
0: before? I heard Busselton. Yeah. That, that's the horse I was about. When I said that you, I heard No, no that was just horse. when I
1: was looking at the, at the NCs in the, um, in the first, in the JLT Golden Miller. Right, okay. He, he's
3: got a, a, a fascinating profile. If I'd given a third one, it would have been him. So. That's okay, cool. nice. Yeah. Uh, I, t- I can tell you, I've seen a couple of horses down the car, I don't know if they're going to go, but if Spirit of the Games
0: and Slate House run, I'll be backing those, but hey-ho. <laughs> it doesn't really matter um, <laughs> and we move on oh, to that, the mares yeah. no yeah. this is Hurdle Fagan has teased a pair of horses and we really we need to hear I'm not going to not going to drag it out any longer uh, although I will because I can tell you that uh, Dino Blue is 94 Fav Brandy Love in at Burlington for your second Fav Party Central 11-2 Grand G. Seven to one, impervious, eight to one, double figures, the rest. Fagan, we've got two runners in the race.
1: Two runners in the
0: race? Two, two runners in your, in, in your oh, ledger. Uh, I want to know both of them, please. Uh,
1: the main one is Grongy. Grongy! Um, she's got Chapman form. Uh, she was sixth in last year's bumper. Um, staying on all, all, up, all the way up the street. Um, a bit of a false run race, wasn't it, last year, the bumper. Um, yeah, Gerhard, yeah, got, him, one, yeah. Gerhard got, him, uh, got his own weight sort of thing in front she wouldn't have wanted that, she'd have wanted like a proper a proper stay and test um, it all comes back to the form we talked about earlier in the in the first podcast on the Tuesday, that Mighty Potter form at Leopard Sand the future champion novice Erdl, um where Mighty Potter won three-step life, second, far out third, and Granji was fourth <laughs> in that, she used to be four lengths but um, if you go back and you watch the race, um, it was, it was running at a good pace this race. It was, a bit, it was a good time. And for some unknown reason, Townend decided, I think it was just before the set the. Just, just before, was, before they turned for home. Just before was two out, He decided to go from near last to first and just made up so much ground that was that was unnecessary at the time. Mm. Kind of wasted, wasted a lot of the petrol. She came she came around the bend going really well and just faded which is fair enough. Like she she probably emptied the fact that uh, he just made a stupid decision at that time, which is fair enough, but it's a good it's a good thing for us because obviously she's the place she is now. <laughs> uh, as I said, before with Arctic Warrior winning off one, two or whoever was the other day, that form looks strong. Really like that form. That's the reason why I like Mighty Potter and I just think Granji they always go a gallop in this, it's quite a testing uh, race, because it's on the new course. Um, I like horses that aren't, aren't handy in this, so like Brandy Love wouldn't be for me at all. Uh, Dino Blue has looked good, but i only had the one run, and it's short enough for me, so Grand G is the, my best bet, each way, Okay. but because, another one is, it's quite top heavy again, um, so I don't but as I don't really like Dino Blue or Brandy Love, so I do think Party Central or Gordon it was it was a bit shorter than Grongy but Grongy and Party Central I'll be back and I'll be back on both of them each way. Um Party Central comes here off the back of a a, a, a smart win at Leopardstown in the two mile two handicap hurdle, She was only running off she was only running off one two one that day but run really impressively travel like a dream. And um that race, the Paddy Mullins mayor's Handicap at Leopardstown, has produced um, the last the last two winners of this race. I think um, last year Heaven Help won the race, but tell me something, Gail was was back in third, and she went on and won the Mayor's Novice And then the year before that, Concertista was third, and she went on and won the Mares' Novice So it's not the worst prep. And as I said before, as well, if you come and give it irish trained, and you're coming from Town as your last face um, it's never a ba- never a bad thing so yeah the, the top two in the market seem very short to me I'm back in the 11 to 2 and the 7 to 1 each way and, and it's normally a decent field size in this so you're probably gonna get four maybe five places I'll be i uh, I'll be unloading on Gorgie and party Centre in this
0: lovely Unloading on Grangey and in Party Central, Rob. Uh, will you be joining Martin in doing so? Yeah, probably. <laughs>
2: uh, but <laughs> just wanted to mention uh, <laughs> one other. Why not follow Martin Fagan in hurdles? That's yes. almost as, I'm Mullen, he's he's not as it's not as it's not as nearly as written a rule as back all of Willie Mullins over hurdles. But yeah, yeah, I digress. In this race, uh, just purely at the prices, I think. Statuaire has maybe been slightly forgotten. Uh she won uh the Royal Bond, which is an open grade one. She gets a five pound penalty, but I think her running style will certainly uh, suit this race where she can be held up and come with come with a late charge. Uh, sixteen to one certainly looks very fair about her chances. Uh it's her first actual try in a mayors only race, so they tend to be a little bit easier than kind of the open novice grade ones that she's been running in. Uh, obviously, she, was, she uh, was fairly well beaten uh, against Sir Gerhard last time, uh, but it's not it's not unheard of uh, for horses to put a terrible run in at the Dublin Racing Festival and then go on to produce some some even winning performances at Cheltenham. Yeah. Yeah. I think she she's around six, 14 or 16 to 1, and... Yeah, she'd be another one that I would certainly add to uh, my betting.
0: Nice, that is Statue Air. Statue Air, uh, who, as Ross says, around 14, you can actually get 16 currently as we speak, but yes, Statue alongside the Martin Fagan pair. Uh, yeah, well, thank you.
3: Uh, David Barnes. Uh, to nothing to me, this nothing was, at all. I was listening to Fagan intently. Um, Grand G makes a lot of sense from what he said. Uh, I. Um... I like that argument. So, oh, another thing to oh, add to as well. That.
1: She did fall last time uh, when de Bassi and um, Brandy Love, well, they were going to come. They came first yeah. and second. But an interesting comment that he had was the Brian Cooper was riding that day, and he said when she came down, I think it was the second last. He said he had them covered, and it was strange because he was off the bridle. But it's kind of the way she runs, and he just he, he apparently yeah. said. I really I, I, I I say
3: covered. that, yeah. Was it his stable tour or something like? That? Well, he sounds like he was like, mm, I don't really
1: believe him. But yeah, uh, it's she's just she's she's been the type. I think I think I might have put it up last year for the bumper just because I thought she looks like a proper like two mile but like a staying type. And um, if you go back and you look at this race, like it's just all about the ride. Like I think I remember Gal Galwar's got a terrible ride from Tallinn last year. He, he went too handy. But if you look back at some of the winners in it, I think. Um, Ruby gave a great ride, like held up, <coughs> held up on uh, left Dance, I think it was, and um, concertista was out the back, uh, great. Well, she she won by over twelve lengths, no matter where she was. Like but... what a bet. Daniel <laughs> yeah, did after that, I think it is. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Grongi wins Grongi wins. wins What if she falls? Party Central party wins Grongi wins or falls uh, Okay <laughs> Do the forecast The final Yeah the forecast The, forca- <laughs> the forecast <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will uh,
0: Move us on to the final race of the day Is the Kim Kimmure Challenge Cup uh, And the betting is led by Front of Assault At 4-1 Smoking Gun 7's Schoolboy Hours 8-1 Ain't That a Shame Available at 8-1 also Mr. Fog Patches, good name for a horse. Ten to one. Glenlow, 14. As is Mr. Coffee. Fakir Delane. Ah, oh, there's horses. <laughs> all... Barnes. Horse. Is there are. There David <laughs> There's horses. a lot of horses. There's many horses. Barnes, horses give us the win uh, uh, <laughs> of that race. Yeah, there was
3: one I really liked for this, but I'm just looking around and I think it's shortened up quite a bit because of the uh, because it wasn't declared for the ultimate. Uh, what price is school by hours, Chisholm? School by hours, eight to one. Oh, eights, yeah, I think I think you could get the ball figures, but I, I, I guess still just about about eights. I've really liked him for this for a while. I assume Derek O'Connor will ride him. Um, Champagne Platinum run today, who was one he could ride. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. That, oh, Glenlow, he could ride. Yeah, you, could, you think he could ride? No, I don't know
1: who he is riding, but Glenlow's, Anyway, <laughs> as we say
3: every year jockey bookings massive in this race um, schoolboy hours he's looked a difficult ride in the past but you just put it all together last time um, the handicapper hasn't been overly harsh on him for that I think this is his trip 3 miles um, hopefully get O'Connor and uh, if you do I think you'll go off a lot shorter than 8 Yeah.
0: nice that's schoolboy hours I currently read about 8 to 1 it's school I, I see a blue as you sort of suggest could have got double figures at some point but yeah schoolboy hours Fagan. Nada. i And Rob. Fagan doesn't like handicap chasers. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> Apart from um, what was my one in the Grand Fancy one in Nada, Yes, you do fancy Sky Pirates. Sky Pirates. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But I mean that was yesterday, so that's either won or lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, or placed or fallen or pulled up. So as you have we have to
3: listen early to get the we... three places for the yeah. turners, don't <laughs> you? <laughs> exactly.
0: It is worth
2: listening early. Yes. Uh, the one that I'm interested in for this already has a jockey booked. Patrick Mullins booked on uh, Mr. Fog Patches for Pat Phi. Oh, yeah. uh, this horse is form was franked on the day of recording. I'm not going to give away when that was. You have to work that out for yourself. Yeah, I'll be, I have already said. It. <laughs> uh, if you've got ears, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So in the Fiesta's Chase. Mr. Fogpatches came third, just three quarters of a length behind that was uh, Diorca. He's gone on and won the, uh, what was that, the Lencer National today. I think a marker 140 looks very fair. Pretty much always runs to form Mr. Fogpatches. Uh, And I I feel like he is handicapped to go very close in this. Uh, Patrick's obviously a, a very good booking and yeah I like him a lot 10 to 1 looks nice absolutely fair I can see that gloom.
0: Mr Fogpatch, to plenty one. I should, shorter I should mention that as we stand William Hill Paddy Palace Skybet and Betfred are offering five places uh, and you can back that
3: at 10 to 1 with all of them uh, I was surprised to see he's never won this race uh, Patrick Mullins yeah did I think did, this did, might be this could be the one he nearly won it with was it Maldini
0: Maldini yeah he yeah.
1: a few times no so, I did yeah. that
0: uh, right, uh, the day three naps and best each-way bets, please, gentlemen. Fagan, you had nothing to say for the last race, so <laughs> give me your best bet for day two. What do you think we I think it's Grangie. Yeah, yeah. Grangie in the Mayor's Novices Hurdle. On the each-way? And your each-way, I don't know. <laughs> Party says, Party central Oh, really, lovely stuff. Well, uh, he likes to bet on a theme. Uh, David Barnes, your nap for day three, please. Uh, the nap was grand parody grand parody in in the plate the plate which is yeah that's
3: grand yeah and the each way um Paradise. yeah <laughs> when it wins uh, school by hours schoolboy hours and that yeah, is in yeah,
0: the, I it it the, the uh, premises schoolboy school hours in the F- kimura rob your nap of the, first, uh, you'll nap <laughs> of, the sort of day three please Go on, jump on uh, let's nap Pff, tolly bag in the potemps oh Ooh. lovely nice okay and the uh, best each-way bet? Best each-way will be... Yeah, I really like fusel Raffles for the plate.
2: But if people want an extra bet, they can have Fog Patches in the commune.
1: Mr Fog
2: Patches
0: <laughs> in the cameo. Yeah. Try Probably not late. to
2: match up for the races too much.
0: Indeed. Uh, so, uh, that is Grand G, school, uh, yeah. Grand G, Grand Parody and Tully Beggy in that party central schoolboy hours and Mr. Fogbatch's best each way bets for day three. And that brings us to an end for Thursday's recording. I'd like to thank you again all, Martin Fagan. in Very quick, yeah, very quick. Uh, David Barnes, thank you. No problem. Uh, and Rob Alexander, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you, thank you, Joe. Uh, thank you. thank you. Thank, yeah, thank you. We should me. be thanking Joe. church. Thank me. Uh, and I would like to thank you, the listener, for listening. The one listener. The one, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Dad. Cheers. <laughs> the sole uh, listener. <laughs> um, I have, as, as they mentioned, been Richard Churchill. Uh, you can thank me um, tomorrow. At the end of tomorrow, you can thank me for putting this all together and giving us a week worth of winners. Uh, all and, but to do that, you're going to have to join us for tomorrow's podcast. Uh, it's in the same podcast feed as this one, so there is no excuse. But for now, thank you, lads, and thank you for listening.
1: Lads, could be good. No, lads, you're the lads.
0: You can't be girls unless <laughs>
1: something <laughs> drastic has happened. Uh, but in that, it, with that, we say goodbye. <laughs>